You're listening to the awesome Podcast Network. For the few in attendance and the millions listening around the world, ladies and gentlemen, from the awesome Podcast Network studios, this is 80s Revisited 100th Episode Showdown. Let's get ready to rumble! This is 80s Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now, your host, Trey Harris. All right, here we go. The <laughs> ultimate contest, the battle royale of 100 of the 80s most iconic characters. Heroes, villains, fish, they're all represented here. One character from every movie that we've done on the podcast, plus the mystery character who will remain anonymous until their seed is revealed. But, uh, mm. okay, here's the deal. It's a 100-team single elimination tournament, 100-person single elimination tournament. Now, I went online, I entered, I pretty much brought up our iTunes screen, Mm-hmm. And when every movie, okay, from this movie be this person, this movie this person. Entered a hundred of them. Then I hit randomize. <laughs> then, unfortunately, I was trying to do it to where I could just randomize it and then print it out. Right. So I didn't see anything. But unfortunately, as I'm showing Jesse and my wife who are in the yeah. studio, I had to write them down. Yeah. So I did see some of these. But I've not thought about it again until this very moment to go over these and debate them with Jesse. Cool. Now, I will say, here's the rules. And these might change over the course of this debate <laughs> as certain things come up. But, uh... Each character is from a particular movie. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there are some... Like, for example, Star Wars. We did Star Wars, Empire, and Jedi. Right. There is a character from Star Wars, and it is... And for intents and purposes of this debate or this discussion, they are from that movie alone. Like, that version of this character. And, for like, for example, Luke Skywalker is not a badass in Star Wars. Return of the Jedi, he's a motherfucking Jedi. Right. So... If there is something like that involving, like, for those three-peats, like Back to the Future trilogy, Evil Dead trilogy, all that kind of stuff, uh, we'll just, I'll, I'll, hopefully I'll remember to mention, like, this is this person from this film. That's for funny. intensive purposes. bye weeks in there, huh? Well, that's, I guess, for the hundred, because, uh, you know, it's a, there's hundred of them, so each of yeah. the, each of yeah, the first someone. rounds involve 25. Yeah, so, so there's a hundred ones out. So, th- for, there are bye weeks in this one. Some people got lucky. Yeah. And now before anybody's like, oh, this person would totally win. This is completely subjective. And there are, as I had to handwrite them, there are some very, very unfair fights. <laughs> okay. To where there's really not a need to discuss anything. And I'm sure you will agree when you see some of these. I'll try to take the side of the underdog. <laughs> if, if you can justify it, it will fly. It will stay. And we have Autumn here, my wife, as a tiebreaker, <laughs> if needs be. If we're both adamant that, no, this person would win. But, uh, again, this is, this is just a friendly discussion uh, again, everything's random. They've all been randomly seated. So, and I will say this: as I was writing them down, I was there are some damn good matches in this first round that I'm kind of shocked. Like one of these people will not make it to the next round. Right. It's like damn, eliminated so, oh so early, which I'm yeah. sure will happen. But uh, we're just gonna g- at least get through the first seed because that's the most. That's most of them. That's gonna be 50 battles tonight, or actually a little less. Yeah, 25. It's like roughly 50 matches tonight. And, of course, that gets cut in half with each uh, round. If I did my math correctly, there'll be seven total rounds. Uh, so let's just see what happens. Okay. This is the first bracket. Again, single. This is, oh, oh by the way, this is to the death. Yes, if these characters, If these characters or creatures or wizards were put in a room, they basically, you know, it's sort of like, uh, I'm trying to think of a, oh, a glass gladiator, you know, one person enters from that side, the other enters from the other side. Now everything's on the line. Yes, and now the person, the these combatants will fight to kill like, under the impression that they know they have to kill this person or thing. Right now, for certain entities that exist in other environments, we will consider that half of the arena is this environment, and the other half is the other environment. What about resources? Uh, it depends on the character. Like, like for example, obviously, if you've listened to any of the episodes of this podcast, you know. That Mad Mardigan is obviously on this list. He does have his sword. They're okay. not. They're not. They are. They're. But he doesn't have a mount or anything. like yeah, that. Yeah, he doesn't have a horse. <laughs> now and le- now, if there's some particular matchup where that would be required or make it fair, we'll make a judgment call. All right. Again, we're not scientists. This is all fanboy <laughs> and logic about these characters. And just remember, 
If you disagree, aduservisit at gmail.com. This is going to be a multi-episode thing. If we got to reverse a decision, we're not beyond that. And every once in a while, we should leave it up to the listeners to email it in if we can't decide. Good idea. And if we don't yeah. get emails, we'll decide anyway. Yeah. So we'll or at the we'll end of this episode, leave a cliffhanger one. It's like, okay, this one's all on the listeners. Good idea. So let's do that. Okay. The first match. You can see how much planning we have. <laughs> let's do this. Just let's enough to that. write it. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> let me see. I was about to say something. But uh, it'll come to me. Okay. Anyway, the first match, again, randomly seated. Uh, we have in one corner, Snake Pliskin, mm. Kurt Russell from Escape from New York. On the other side... Dr. Peter Venkman from Ghostbusters. Does he have his pack? Yes, he will have his pack. Does Snake have guns? Yes, he... he will have his just his gun, like his main weapon, like his pistols. Okay, what's their environments? Uh, if it's just two normal humans, let's just mm-hmm. say it's just like a tennis court size. Maybe. Open area? I would say, unless you think oh, there should be. Well, I think there should be something. Okay, uh, like or a else paintball? people with guns would win too much. Okay, like a paintball court, say? Or, I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying? like Yeah, a, with actual solid objects. How about, like, American Gladiators Assault Course? Where there's, like... <laughs> okay. For, yeah. You know, just imagine, a, you know, there, there, there are things to hide behind, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this is very tough to me. Again, you have to... Dr. Vangman isn't going to come in and be like, Hey, guys, uh, right. I've seen a ghost. to the death. Yeah, he yeah. knows, like, i got to kill this guy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, everything's on the line. Uh, my first inclination... On this one would be Vagman pokes his head out, he gets blown off by Snake Plissken. Of course. <laughs> okay. Any discussion? <laughs> no, I mean, but he's smart. Peter's smart. He is, but is a proton pack that accurate? That you know, what other in- other than a bullet? Would they have? He have? would have his proton pack on and ready to go. You know, it'd already be turned on for him. Egon flips it on before he walks. What happens when you're shot by a proton pack? They don't say, but it just holds a ghost like, whoa. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they never actually shot a guy. So maybe, well, okay, we know this, that when they shoot it in the hotel room in their first adventure, or mm-hmm. you know, their first case, so to speak, that it chars the wall and ignites it on fire. So I would, I would assume it probably would kill you, unless you cross the streams, which apparently is the really bad thing you're not supposed to do, but it saves the world. Hmm. I but, should do more research on this. <laughs> I'm actually, yeah, the Ghostbusters guys are going to be at the premiere. We, actually, we I guess that would have already happened, actually, when oh, yeah. this comes out, because it was last Friday. Yeah. Or, yeah. Damn. But, okay, so, that aside, let's say... We have a scientist with a proton pack versus a hard-edged, sharp-shooting criminal, a.k.a. vigilante, so, I mean, you know... right. I, I would give say it to snake. I would Damn. again. It's a. See, that's what I said. Some of these are like, good God, I I'm can't to, choose. I'm trying to give it to the. Yeah, you know, trying to allow the underdog some time. To... Yeah, I mean, if there's something, it's just Vinkman's tools Unless and skills p- to me don't compare to a soldier's. Right. That could, you know, he could, he can shoot people in the head from with a pistol from across the map. Yeah. All right. Okay. Doctor Vinkman is now a ghost to be busted <laughs> himself. <laughs> All right. The Bummer. next fight. Michael Myers from Halloween 2 versus the Ramones from Rock and Roll High School. Oh, man. That's a movie. <laughs> it really is. The Ramones meet Michael Myers. <laughs> rock, rock, rock. <laughs> hey, man, you want some pizza? Oh. <laughs> I'm sure the theme song will be kick-ass. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I don't this know. Is, I, this I could, one's... I could see the Ramones winning in a comedy movie. But again, this isn't a movie. How would they do it, though? They just, their music, like... They get them okay. high. Now, remember I mentioned this is, like, this character's version. Right. At this point, we don't... Of course, Michael Myers has survived six gunshots, and he got shot twice in the eye. He got his eye shot out. Right. In this movie. And he's still walking, and he gets blown up. And as of this movie, that's the end of him. Because, mm-hmm. of course, then we had Halloween 3. So, assuming that Michael Myers is an exceptionally tough human mm-hmm. at this point. That's why, I'd, again... This is him from Halloween 2. If it was him from Halloween 4 or 5, they're fucking dead. Yeah. <laughs> he'll just lay there, he'll sit straight up like he does in the movie, and then stalk them and kill them one by one until it's just <laughs> Joey Ramon. So I would, I would say that my, you know, if it was a movie, the Ramones would obviously win through the power of their punk rock music. But this is a death match. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> like you said, a tennis court size, you know, there's no getting out. You know, a, a decent enough size for them sure, to fight. Yeah, I okay. mean, Either way, it's a gladiator-style battle. Yeah. Um, 
they didn't even set the school on fire in that movie. <laughs> they didn't Somebody blow else it up. Did. Yeah, so they were just there. <laughs> yeah, they were just there. And Joey Ramone had to be like babysat and force yeah. fed, and, and yeah, one of the so, weirdest I mean, scenes of anything we've ever seen. That one's easily, easily. Michael <laughs> so Myers. Michael Myers progresses to round two. Yes. All right, the next one. Steve Freeling, the father from Poltergeist. Again, I had to pick somebody from each of the movies we've done. <laughs> sure. Versus the Terminator. <laughs> well. Steven Freeling. Can I? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Are we good on that one? I think we're good on that one. Okay. Yeah, that one's no contest. All right. Now, uh, okay, I will. Uh, okay, I won't announce who had the buys. That'll keep a mystery until we sure, get to it. yeah. All right, the next match. This one's pretty interesting, I think. Howard the Duck versus Mahoney from Police Academy. Ooh, a com- comedy battle. Exactly. <laughs> Mahoney's very resourceful. Okay, let's see. I would say for this one, he would not have his gun because Howard doesn't have a weapon. Right, but he has duck foo. That's true. So Mahoney does get into a fist fight. <laughs> so, I mean, he's he, he is a trained police officer. Yeah. So... Let's say no weapons for this one, I, w- I think would be fair. Howard the Duck versus classic Steve Gutenberg Mahoney. I got to lean with Howard the Duck. I'm going with Howard the Duck. <laughs> then since you've already voted, that's it. But I, too, would say that through, like, you pretty much made this the clincher on this one. Yeah, Duck Foo. Yeah, Duck Foo. Duck Foo beats any kind of police training. He's already adjusted to the world. Yeah, so he's and no his size is smaller. Out. I imagine Mahoney would be like, hey, what's... Yeah, that's yeah, I'm not even taking Steve Gutenberg. Believe me, I couldn't do that. Like, hey, what's this thing? Oh, the goot. Uh, but yeah, he tried to talk his way out of it and just wouldn't work because Howard's kind of cranky and would attack first. I think he, yeah, exactly. Pretty much he would underestimate that, hey, it's a talking duck. I'm just going to walk over and, <laughs> yeah, you know, duck death punch. Mahoney's dead. <laughs> I mean, he killed a demon, so. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next fight. This is, this, uh, I said there was going to be some amazing fights in this first round. Uh-huh. This is probably. This might be, depending on who's listening, right? <laughs> the five people that are listening, this could be. This is probably one of the most debatable ones on this entire that combination possible. Okay. The only other possible combination that could be as much debated as this, I would think, would be Inigo Montoya versus Mad Mardigan. Which I can say they're not in the same. At least yeah. the first round, it could happen. <laughs> okay, here we go. Captain James T. Kirk. Okay. Enters up one end of this arena. Cue the Star Trek music from that Shatner. arena one. Yeah. Yes, the classic Shat. At the other end, Indiana Jones. Okay. Now, let's take into account um, technology. How much does he have? Well, that's what we have to decide. Kirk Kirk is very resourceful, as in the arena episode where he makes a bazooka out of a tree trunk, some rocks, and some sulfur that the planet was rich in. Oh, man. Now, of course, the, the standard issue phaser would be what he would have. No, so that would mean that if he has his phaser, Indiana Jones would have his whip and his revolver. Now, a phaser would be set to kill for this one. There would be no sure. stun. No, set to stun. But Indiana what? Jones um, lives through survival. That's, you know, he doesn't assault. He just survives. And uh, Or if he has a bellyache, he shoots the guy. <laughs> this would be one, like, I would love to see this one. Like, I, I, So he does not have a pistol? I would say if if Kirk if we agree that Kirk has his phaser, Indiana Jones has his pistol. Okay, because to it me has that's to be fair. a closer range pistol, as he did as he showed in the movie. Yeah, I mean this is you're this is basically Captain Kirk fighting the 1920s version of himself, in a hmm. sense. Like now, I have one who I think would win simply because I like them better. <laughs> yes, and that's Indiana Jones. Of course, me too. Uh, not disrespecting Captain Kirk. We have Captain to debate Kirk. it for the sake of debate. Here's what I see happening. You know, Kirk comes out and maybe tries to say something. Yeah. And either one of two things happen. He's stuttering. Indiana through. Jones immediately shoots him like in Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark. Uh-huh. Or the more exciting version would be Kirk shoots Indiana Jones. He, I mean, he's dodged. He's outrun boulders. Yep. He's taken on Nazi armies. Oh, by the way, this is Indiana Jones from Last Crusade, I should mention. Ah, it's specific. So, yeah, because... I have to have a character from each one, and I couldn't have three Indiana Jones. Very nice. So this this is the most aside from that which we do not speak of. This is (laughs) the most experience. This is Indiana Jones. That was a prequel, though, wasn't it? No, that was a sequel. Oh, that was the sequel. I mean, I mean, Last Crusade was a like uh, Temple of Doom takes place before Raiders. That's what it was. Okay, but chronologically, it's Temple of Doom, Raiders, 
Okay, uh, so yeah, this Last is, Crusade. This is this, this is, is in game. Yeah, this is you know this is at his prom. You Which know. Kirk do we have? Uh, this is Kirk from what's what's the Star Trek when we did three? No, we did two and three. So this is this is Kirk from three. Okay. So he's already beaten Khan. That wasn't mm. a fist fight though. That was outmaneuvering via you know a starship because he is a starship captain. And Andrew Jones is an archaeologist. Uh, not to say Kirk doesn't go down on away team missions and kick some ass. Not saying that Trekkies. But uh, anyway, the second way I'm I see this, guessing he doesn't have the assistance of his crew on this correct. One. There's no like. Spock, what do I do? This guy has a strange he can't snake be behind Indiana Jones and take him out from behind. <laughs> now that would be hilarious, but Indian, if if Indiana Jones had some sort of support system, that would be equivalent to that. We could, excuse me, say that. But this is right. just mano y mano. This is like Kirk fighting Spock in that episode where Spock's super horny because of his Vulcan physiology. Sure. Uh, so I would say Indiana Jones, but that would be because Kirk would come in and be like. He's because he's a captain, and every Star Trek fights fight usually starts with him saying, "You don't have to do this. We could talk it out, maybe." Or, or you know, he'll he, there is some sort of negotiation in some sort of format. Oh wait, there's a, okay. There's actually an internet. Is that a message board? Is that what this is? Yeah, this is a message board. Um, so yeah, they're saying in a bar fight, only weapons, uh, chairs, and pull sticks. Someone's already been discussing Indiana Jones versus Captain Kirk. Okay, well. Even if he, even if we took that phys, that setup, hands down, Indiana Jones was beca- wins because in Raiders of the Lost Ark he beats up like what one two, four dudes in a bar fight, practically by himself. Marion just hands him the whiskey. It's just a sur- survival. I yeah. mean, he, it, when when put against uh, an opponent like that, he's gonna win. I would, I say that's the definitive answer. Yep. Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. defeats Captain Kirk. Now. Again, all you all you Trekkies screaming bloody murder ass, please, ageofvisit at gmail.com. Tell us where our logic goes wrong. But yeah. in a very tough, either a very quick battle or a very long, drawn-out battle we don't have time to discuss, <laughs> Indiana Jones would prove to be victorious. Yes. I mean, he beat the Nazis. Captain Kirk, you know, just beats a couple of rogue Klingons every now and then. <laughs> just kidding, Trekkies. Just messing with you. Okay. Now, here's another comedic fight because of who's fighting who. Mm-hmm. But also intrinsically completely unfair okay in one corner we have dr emmett brown computer com, uh inventor of the flux capacitor mm-hmm. versus jason Voorhees of camp crystal lake inventor of Shit. mass murder <laughs> and god's wrath against those who use illegal drugs have premarital sex and use profanity now damn this, this is, is this is one, jason huh? from part three so he's been through some uh, we don't know he's immortal just yet, so I would say this would still be under the category of, uh, well, actually, he's taking about the same amount of punishment as Michael Myers has in Part 2 as he has in Part 3, so let's say he's exceptionally tough. It takes... But, <laughs> you could talk about ha- it, but this ha- one... Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think how to make it Brown's fair. Brown's not a quick thinker. He's a slow thinker, but he'll think it out and figure it out eventually, but he doesn't have, he doesn't time, have time for that. Yeah. So if he had time to figure it out, he could probably do it. But he's got nothing but time. He's if he had his <laughs> if he had DeLorean. His time machine. <laughs> but, but I don't imagine he would. I think if if Jason was stalking Hill Valley, right. Doc Brown could take him out. Yeah. But in this one versus one arena, in an arena of combat, he Doc would have run his and, giant speaker or anything. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing. It would have to be like a because it's not like Doc hasn't. He didn't have any inventions that were offensive, really. To say that he it, could take them both out with the plutonium. <laughs> just, <laughs> <laughs> we're all going. <laughs> Wipes out six of the combatants. <laughs> Everybody in that bracket <laughs> is gone. <laughs> but uh, but no, one winner must happen. Yeah, and, and that's winner Jason. is Jason. Yeah. Like I said, some of these are exceptionally unfair, <laughs> but then some of them are amazing. Sure. And this is just the first round. Mm-hmm. Okay, this one is interesting. In one corner, we have Pee Wee Herman. I knew he'd come up eventually. <laughs> versus Nancy, the heroine from the original Nightmare on Elm Street. <sighs> now, this one... a long time before they start fighting. <laughs> <laughs> they have to find something to fight about. But as much as I love Pee Wee, he's like in the bar scene and Pee Wee's like, I say we let him Fight go. them with smiles and dance. <laughs> Because, of course, in, in the movie uh, that made of Pee-wee's Big Adventure, the movie within a movie, he's played by, you know, uh, James Brolin, and he's, like, 
knows kung fu and all that. Right. That's that's the romanticized version of Pee Wee. But he's he's not a fighter. He's a loner. Yeah. And he doesn't have his bike because that would be unfair. But now Na- Nancy, to her credit, has She's at one point killed Freddy Krueger, who also is somewhere in this tournament bracket. Of course. But this is Nightmare on Elm Street 1, Nancy, mm-hmm. even though we did three, and it could have been that one, but she died in that one, so I thought it would be better if she was the first one, since yeah. she's a character that lived in the movie. <laughs> but uh, this will be an entertaining fight, but I think yeah. Pee would be like, ah! <laughs> just running he away just the whole faint, time. And then she walks up with a rock and she just She'd just get annoyed. <laughs> yeah. so, smashes Pee-wee's head Unfortunately, Pee-wee falls. Yeah, we need to come up with death. For sure. Okay, yeah, good point. <laughs> okay, uh, Snake Let's Fliskin shoots Vankman in the head. Oh, Michael yeah, Myers rips them up, just crushes them, Who's snaps their necks. The Ramones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Terminator, I assume, just punches through just like Steve you, Freeling. Just like you or, said, he asked him his name, and he responded, <laughs> and he got shot. Uh, Howard the Duck, 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 pu- duck Death yeah. Punch. Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, Jason Voorhees just squishes Doc's head, Yeah, like in part three. He's thinking, he's thinking, but no time to I think. I can't think, my. <laughs> too late and then Nancy Bummer. after Pee Wee passes out crushes his head <laughs> with, a with a rock like in Lord of the Flies <laughs> uh, okay now this next fight is interesting <laughs> okay it it. Uh, I'll just okay in one corner waddling out or actually in the <laughs> version we saw the updated director's version right moving very quickly <laughs> E.T. comes out out of the other corner wearing a Superman t-shirt breaking the chains of his chair emerges Sloth from the Goonies Hmm. Now, again, they both know they have to kill this thing. Yeah. Each other. Now, this again, <laughs> there's so much to debate about, but here's, here's my first inclination is this. Sloth's okay. like, huh? Right. You know, he's he struck by E.T.'s cuteness, and then, ugh, he uses his middle finger that glows, not his pointer, yeah, it and it glows, glows red. bright red, <laughs> and it disintegrates Sloth. <laughs> but does he have that ability? I don't know. <laughs> it just seems like if he can make people come back to life like powder... Or, yeah, he you can know, reverse it. Yeah, there has to be another finger that does something else. And <laughs> as we, again, in the original, which of course is the definitive one, uh, you know, we don't see E.T. being very mobile. However, like I mentioned before, in the director's version that we watched, the uh, updated Spielberg official one or whatever, that dude could get around pretty damn fast. Yeah, and Sloth was turned by a couple kids. Yeah, and Sloth, you know, he's a fighter, but he's like, he's like the, it's like the big show versus Rey Mysterio. Big Show is slow, a.k.a. Sloth, you know, not very quick, but... Oh, and E.T. has telepathy and telekinetic power. Oh, Sloth is dead. <laughs> wait, no, wait, no, wait, wait. No, okay, the telekinetic could come into play, but the telepathy, Sloth has a tiny brain. Ha, 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 So he's immune still... to that. As okay. he tries to do it, he might get a punch in. <laughs> you know, as he, but, I mean, he's... you know, E.T. Has a, has a very long giraffe-type neck. That mm-hmm. one punch might be all it takes to... I don't. I don't know his physiology, so it's true. But I would. I would say ET. This would be a fun one to watch, and then it, it would come down to whether or not Sloth could get a hold of him. Mm-hmm. If Sloth gets a hold of him, I would say it's probably over. Right. But I think ET is fast enough and probably has some sort of alien ability. Thanks to uh, updated graphics. Yes, he is now. Oh, well, okay. Very well, fast. well, let's say. Let, and, and let's do this fairly. Let's say it's the unupdated version, because that is the real. That is the '80s version. We need to. We, I shouldn't even have mentioned that. We should be fair. Uh, and that, it, it's the E.T. that we see in the original. Slow mm-hmm. moving. Waddles around. Lovable, but I think Slosh would, Sloth would just... We have an arena, and they know death is on the line. It's just we don't... The only thing that I, we, we, we should take into consideration, but we technically can't, is that if E.T. has any other abilities than we see in is a kid's movie. Is he telekinetic? Does he move things? I don't remember moving anything. Because... What? He made the flower regrow. Yeah, he that the wasn't planets. Te- that wasn't. He was moving the planets. Okay, that would be telekinesis. Yeah. The planet planets. is. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, he was spinning them, trying to show them where his home was. Okay, so if he can move things such as rocks that we've already established that are there because Pee Wee's head was crushed by yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, um, so he can levitate sloth up, turn him upside down. 
and oh, smash I was him like say a he just throws a bunch of rocks at him and stuff. But yeah, he can. I'm, I'm pulling pick from Ermac from Mortal Kombat Nine and his fatality, <laughs> yeah. where he picks and turns him upside down and smashes him repeatedly. Like I can see the blood splattering on the ET puppet as it slowly, a smile slowly creeps across its face. So, but on the other hand, does he have the power to raise something of that weight? Because the planets were not heavy. Yeah, Sloth has to be at least two two fifty. And if he's a Sloth player, knows that he must kill. I think I might have to go with Sloth as well. This is tough. Listeners, you need to help us. Help us on out with this one, one listeners. If, Autumn, what do you think? What's your first opinion? Your first inclination? I don't think you can make E.T. kill. Anyway, he asked for this. For this. I, I don't think. He okay, can. you're, you're <laughs> You have to understand this is a death match. They yeah, have to kill. Yeah, yeah. I don't think kill he or be will. killed. He wouldn't even kill those men that were chasing him down. Okay, if if that is your okay, that could be logical. Here's here here's how like everybody else in this fight because everybody who's not fighting is in a room like watching like who are we fighting next <laughs> in the holding area you know like in Gladiator all in different cells. Et walks out and refuses to fight. Instantly he's incinerated. For not following the rules by the Death Star. And he would die. <laughs> Which doesn't kill the planet. So then Sloth would win if E.T. refused to fight. Yes. That's your take on it. Uh-huh. All right, if no okay. one helps us by... Uh... Sa- sa- save E.T. Sa- <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> Sloth... Hashtag save E.T. I'm going to put a star by this one. At AwesomePods. Yeah, at AwesomePods on Twitter. All right, Sloth moves on to the next round. And I can see the next round, and it's a doozy for Sloth. <laughs> but anyway... All right, here we go. This next fight, King Arthur from Excalibur mm. in one corner holding his sword. Yes. Uh, we can debate whether or not he's in armor. The other corner, there's a locked wooden door. All of a sudden, an axe comes through it. The visage no. of Jack Nicholson. Here's Johnny. Jack Torrance kicks open the door, holding the axe, staring at King Arthur. Okay, so this is end of movie, or, you know, near end of movie Jack. Yeah, this would be, the vi- you know, when he's not... I'm going to write peak. a book. Yeah, At this is peak. he's full insane right now. He's he's fully bloodlusted. So King Arthur's like, "Ho there, good sir. Must we fight?" He's an expert. I don't think he star. is either. I can just that just made me laugh thinking about that happening. <laughs> but but he uh, also has armor on and all that stuff. Should, we, should he be He's in his armor to be fighter. fair, or should he just simply just have Excalibur? I think he should be in his natural okay, battles. Jack stance. runs at him, probably gets a good hit in on the axe, probably lodges in the armor. Does Arthur have a shield? He could, but that, to me that's a little unfair. He's already in armor <laughs> with a shield and Excalibur. Yeah. Let's say armor and Excalibur. Armor and Excalibur, parry, kill. Kill. <laughs> Excalibur wins. King Arthur. Yeah, I think so. On that one, just because he's crazy. Crazy doesn't always win. What? Gotcha. Well, that's the that's the first bracket. <laughs> I totally now, disagree. About that's you crazy winning, Torrance. or about this particular fight? No, about the fight. Jack Torrance would totally take him out. But I think here, like Jack has that bloodlust and like just crazy. Mm-hmm. But he has an axe. Yeah. King Arthur has a sword, mm-hmm. and he is a skilled fighter. Made to kill, yeah. And if he has to kill, it's and Jack has no armor. Dodge, stab. And he's like, ha-ha, the battle is won. Good day, sir. And he's like, ah, comes at him again. Yeah, axe hits the armor, a, doesn't do shit. Yeah, modern axe and, like, old armor, and there's a reason. We, we were in England, and you saw that armor, armor in, that, in those cases, and it was pretty and damn big. I could big. take an axe to it. And yeah, it with a chain link underneath it, dead. too. He would have to hit him in the head. Which um, he would totally now, do. Now, if this was Deadliest Warrior... And we had a computer simulation <laughs> designed to run it. You know, can we get one of those? It's insanely expensive. <laughs> but anyway, like I could see scenarios where Torrance would win. But if you have to say who would win more times out of a hundred, King Arthur hands down. I don't know. Yes, I, we're right on this. I'm gonna... If if you have if you have some if you know something we miss, aviusvisited at gmail.com. Yeah, let us know. Again, Change our opinions. We're not the ultimate. Uh, word on this, but we have some good opinions. <laughs> We've seen all these movies and talked about them. We know. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, just so you know, the breakdown of this bracket, of course, uh, you can't see it, but uh, there's uh, there's basically two sheets. Imagine two sheets of paper with a bracket on each. This was column one on the first page. You're going to column two of the second page. Basically, there's uh, ultimately you're going to have a winner from this bracket and the next bracket I'm about to go over, and then an ultimate winner from the next the two brackets following, mm. and that's how those two will be the ones to fight. For, for y'all to see. 
my co-hosts, like the winner of this bracket will fight the winner of this bracket. Ah, uh, I see. Because it's a hundred man tournament, so that's how Finale, it has to be broken yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so everybody that you just heard, the combatants, the survivors, will eventually fight a winner from this next group. Mm. For like the final four, so to speak. Yeah. Or uh, final two. All right, on this next group, the first entrant on one side to the cadence of military drums, Sergeant Gunnery Sergeant Hartman, Arlie Ermey, from uh, Full Metal Jacket. Right. On the other side, a ball rolls out. The ball stands up. <laughs> it has legs, arms, Glowing red eyes and sharp pointy teeth. It's a crite. From Critters. So just one. Yes. But now, remember... Just one, they're not that bad. Now, Gunnery Sergeant Hartman will have... Let's say he has a gun. Right. He will have a... Kind of like a bolt action. Kind of like... Uh, the one for fighting, Joker not had. for fun. Yeah. <laughs> he has his dick in his hand. <laughs> Get over here, maggot! <laughs> I will skull fuck you! <laughs> so immediately Hartman's talking shit. Right. But now, again, these, these people, they, the door opens and they have to kill whatever they see. Right. He's probably like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. The ball rolls towards him. He goes to kick it. And then it sticks in his foot. Because it's covered in spikes. Yeah. Actually, no, it spikes for poison, too. Hey. So, I'm not, they don't ever say in the I movie how. people kick those all the time. I'm trying to remember now. I don't know. I'm, I they might have kicked them, so maybe that's that's out. But uh, their spikes did like poison the mom until that she got <laughs> medical attention. Kick the critter. <laughs> Kick the critter. Oh well, I doubt that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, not knowing how good of a marksman he, I, mean, I, I think it's safe to assume that Sergeant Hartman is not it's not a snake pliskin to where he can shoot the middle of a dime thrown in the air. So I would say he takes some shots at the crate. It gets close enough. Hits him with some spike, some things. But Hartman's tough. He pulls him out. He keeps going. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's enough before... Ultimately, it takes enough bites out of him and weakens him enough before it, it eats him alive. One guy? I don't know. Mm. I mean... They're pretty deadly in the movie. They killed a bounty hunter. Now, of course, in the in the first one, they're <laughs> a lot of one-on-one. Uh, and more so in the second one, it was when there was... There were, there were multiple in each one. Right. But in the first one, the single ones were much more of a threat. Oh, were they? Hmm. Well... You know what? Now, in the first one, and this is the Critters from the first one, by the way, because we have to have a character from Critters 2 later on. Yeah. Uh, they did kind of like, just like, they were gremlin-esque in that they'd sit there and laugh at each other. Like, when they're standing there and one got blown away, <laughs> and then the other one gets shot. So, but again, if they know they have to kill, they go into it having to kill the, what's across from them. I don't know. I think a, a Critter would take Hartman down. Um, if he... If you disagree, say something. No, that's wild stuff. It all, honestly, to me, <laughs> it, it, if we knew how good of a shot Hartman was... Now, of course, he's an instructor. Instruct, uh, instructors tend to need to at least be pretty adequate marksmen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so... And they've been there. Yeah. He would be able to hit a moving target. Okay, so let's say Hartman... Okay. Kright rolls out. Worse. He misses the first time. He adjusts, reloads, calmly takes a shot. Yeah, he would take its time. Because he, he knows this it. thing is not armed. Now this is a rifle. So would one now in the move in critters they're getting exploded by shotguns. Now the, okay, now the ultimate deciding factor here as to what would happen next would be would the would a single rifle round like be enough to take a critter out? It's rolling in a well actually probably yes because it's rolling in a ball, so its head is at center mass. So any shot through that rolled up critter theoretically, not knowing critter physiology and biology would basically be a headshot. How'd they take out the bounty hunter in the first one? Critters. Didn't like a whole bunch of them gang up on him in an alley or something? Oh, that's what... Okay. It was yeah, something like see, that. That's not even comparison. If I remember correctly, I might be... In part two... No, because it was Charlie in part two, the, the slow town drunk that you thought crashed the ship but jumped out. Huh. I'm gonna go... I still gotta go with... Uh, I think Emery. Martin. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, like the more you see, the more you talk about it, the more you realize certain factors that could come into play here. Yeah, but I think I, think I mean that's... I think they're at a disadvantage as soon as they come out of the gate. You know, just one of them. Eighties um, revisited at gmail dot com. Let us know. Add awesome pods. All right, here we go. Fresh off of last episode, the door opens. A Treyu from the Neverending Story walks out, mm. bow in hand. No horse. No. <laughs> On the other side. <laughs> A dog walks out. 
Suddenly the dog's head starts shaking, and it rips open like a flower. It's the thing from oh. The Thing. My kid is dead. <laughs> I think that's enough said. Because <laughs> he's going to shoot it with arrows. He's going to think it's dead. He's going to walk over and, like, you know, he's going to get too close, and then it's going to sprout a fucking tentacle and basically become a Treyu. And he thinks he's alive, but he's actually the thing. So then he wins. No. Oh. <laughs> no. Good point. No. Oh, see, that, that could... Okay, here. <laughs> Going into the next fight. See, that's how the thing operates. It's stealthy. So, let's say we think Atreyu wins. And we won't know until the next further fights if it's Atreyu or the thing. No, Listeners, you tell us if it was the thing or Atreyu that won. <laughs> I am writing down Atreyu. And or, with an Atreyu asterisk. question mark? I think that's fair. To see what happens, because that's how the thing works. Could be a Treyu with a thing abilities. <laughs> it would be the thing. It would replicate and it would yeah. fully right, take him right, over. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't know it until, uh, until you the winner of this shot. next fight he meets, and we would find out in the next fight who it is. So, Or if you tried to prick his finger and he would... This is a death match, honey. They're not going to be pricking fingers. They're going to be <laughs> popping well, heads. That's how you find out if you're the thing. I know. That's why, <laughs> that's why in this next fight, the winner of this next fight will fight a Treyu. Mm-hmm. And then... I, until it, it oh, until <laughs> we know what it is, face. which will be decided in the next bracket. Okay, again, I had to pick a character from every movie we did. Yeah. So this is one of those fights that is really, really easy. Pink from the Wall, the music, the okay. crazy musician, enters on one side, and on the other side stands John Rambo. <laughs> A arrow goes across the arena sure. and explodes, explodes pink into sure. a ball of pink mist. Pink explosion. And John Rambo screams and walks back to the holding cell until the next fight. Yeah. Which will be against a Treyu question mark. Yeah. That's not a buy. Uh, that uh, that bracket okay. one's not a buy. So that's a little hint of what's to come. So be thinking about it. Yeah, send us that email. All right. Now this next one will be funny. It's another. This is a. This is one where the randomness lined up with a, a comedic battle. But ultimately, there's a pretty cut and dried winner, in my opinion. But let's see what you guys think. In one corner, Frank Drebin stumbles out hmm. with his police issue revolver. All right. On the other side, pushing a baby, John Travolta, aka James from Look Who's Talking. Yeah, I think it's pretty easy. <laughs> I think I think Travolta would try like all sorts of things to kill Drebin. But, you know, in traditional Frank Drebin style, he's, oh, a penny. Bends over and picks right. it up as the baby flies over his head. Yep. You know, and then he's like, you know, something distracts him as the stroller flies by. And eventually he gets through complete accident, takes out He'll never have to fire his gun, or exactly. even though he's in a fight. He's like, ah, I get, you know, it's like. Yeah, he, he won't even know he's in a fight. He's in, <laughs> he would still be walking around the arena for the next fight because he's like not knowing what's going on. So Frank Drebin. <laughs> takes out John Travolta. All right. Oh now this next one is a good one. This is a real good one. This is a good fight that I would hope these characters wouldn't have been... <laughs> I would hope to have seen each of these characters progress further on into the into the death match. All right. In one corner, we have Ash from mm. Army of Darkness. Hold on. Wait, no. No, I'm sorry. From... Uh, shit. Let me make sure which movie. It's not Army of Darkness. Uh... Let's say Evil Dead 2. Because I don't see what I did from Evil Dead 1. Oh, no, we did Evil Dead 1 and 2 in the same episode. Uh, okay. So it's it's Ash from Evil Dead 2. Okay. Ash from Evil Dead 2 versus the Goblin King, Jareth from Labyrinth. Hmm. So the door opens. Ash is... Now, this is Ash. This is Ash from the end, so he has his chainsaw in his hand and his shotgun. Jareth has his twirly ball. Yeah, but what did he do that was really aggressive in that movie? He well, like, nothing. He waits you out until you die. Oh, well, that's not going to happen. He's, well, he's non-violent. Well, he's magical. But here's what would happen. Basically, I walk out and he starts twirling his ball. And Ash is like, oh, what are you? Some sort of yeah. circus act or something? You know, he'd say something in Ash style. And then, like, he'd say something like, oh. He starts singing. Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, you know, the arena <laughs> changes to, like, a little labyrinth. Mm-hmm. So then like, it's basically, he's just, like, he just randomly appears and toys with Ash, like, Oh, you're running out of time. Then he disappears. But eventually, much like evil Badash in Army of Darkness, he like stays around too long or does makes one 
wrong mistake and the shotgun's in his face and uh-huh. ash blows off jarrah's head i agree with that yeah. <laughs> it would be a fun fight to watch it'll be an hour and 30 minute labyrinth movie <laughs> with ultimately some ash songs blowing his, there yeah there'll be some so, music and yeah you know ash is just like what is this what's going on here and then finally and ash returns in the tv series yes <laughs> which hopefully doesn't suck but we'll see all right this next match we're going to have to figure out a way to make this one fair. Because in one corner, we have Alex Rogan, a.k.a. The Last Starfighter. Mm. On the other side, wearing his loincloth, Conan the Destroyer. His name is The Destroyer. I don't think there's <laughs> Well, actually, it's just Conan. The movie was The Destroyer. Yeah. If, but, uh, if he had a starship. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly think that even if he had his starship, Conan would just scream crumb and... Jump through it and <laughs> impale him in the cockpit. So yeah. there really is no way to make it fair it's like for the last starfighter. So Conan. Yeah, Conan, easy. No matter what, in some form or fashion, sword splits Alex Rogan in two. Yeah. At least two. <laughs> in the next fight, we have Johnny Castle from Dirty Dancing. Mm. Not Roadhouse Swayze. This is Johnny Castle. Versus the Duke Brothers, as in the Dukes of Hazard, because Ooh, I had to pick a character from the a 80s team. television show episode. Ah, uh, okay. Now, there are other teams in here. Okay. So, but, but does we have this John, team provide an advantage? They don't have the General Lee in this fight, because obviously well, that's... Well, they're useless. <laughs> oh, have you never seen them fist fight? No. Yeah, they, they scrap. They do. They fight a lot. But, up and but do they kill? No. Again, listen, baby. Go re-listen to the intro of this podcast. They have to kill each other. I think Johnny Castle starts doing the dance from the end, and then the Duke bro- boys just like nod their heads at each other and beat the uh, shit out of them. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. Now, if this was Roadhouse, yeah. Patrick Swayze, okay, no contest. Duke boys' you, throats are on the floor. Do you know Johnny Castle's background? He's like, a dancer. No. No, he says it in the movie. He's a dance instructor. He's a carpenter. He's like in the Oh, so he's Jesus. Grown up with... He gets a two by four. <laughs> he's a poor kid from the streets, man. He knows how to Let me, fight. Look, I, look I, I got the Swayze affection too. He appears as another character in this, count, in this list. So save it for that. But Johnny Castle gets his ass kicked by the Duke brothers. I don't know about it. He's from, like, Jersey. So, oh, oh, okay. All people from Jersey Hank Williams Jr., a country boy can survive. He gets knifed in the back alley, can't do shit about it, where the Duke boys, like, get mugged and beat the shit out of of whoever mugs him. It's cut and dry. The Duke Duke boys. And even even if it was Bo Duke (laughs) against Johnny Castle, he'd just be like, what's this, you know, just dancing you're doing, boy? Beat the shit out of him. There'll think... be one moment where he lifts him over his head. <laughs> yeah, there's one move where he picks him up <laughs> to get him off, and he's like, what the hell? And then immediately <laughs> and like, the grabs him and snaps in. his neck. Yeah. <laughs> so the Duke brothers, the Duke yeah. boys. I don't feel okay about that one. See if uh, any listeners agree with you. <laughs> 80s Revisit at gmail.com. Okay, the next fight, Pete Mitchell, Maverick from Top Gun. He's just a little guy. Faces off against another little guy. The other end of the arena, the door opens. Smoke comes out. A light show. All of a sudden, a wailing guitar. A man flips out in a purple suit and does a split in the middle of the arena. Strikes a pose. It's Prince from Purple Rain taking on Pete Mitchell. Does he have his guitar? That thing has sharp edges. (laughs) (laughs) What would Pete Mitchell have? He he can't have his F-14. True. His is... Well, he has a service weapon. Can he have a service weapon? He has his charisma. He has his microphone. He has aviators. Uh, yeah. He has his microphone from... His aviators and a leather he, jacket. He has his leather jacket and his aviators on, and he's swinging his microphone. They both have motorcycles. Ah. This is a motorcycle battle. Ah, like Road Rage. Yes. <laughs> With that... What's that? No. What's the name of the game? Road Rash. I'm sorry. Road Rash. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's the one. Um, in one lane is Prince <laughs> with his guitar weapon. The other is Pete Mitchell with his microphone. Okay. This could go either way, fellas. Yeah. Micro- uh, the microphone has faster speed. The guitar has bigger hit. Yeah. 
because he can throw it like a spear and if, lose it, or he can right. use it like an axe, like a Gene Simmons bass. And if he misses, though, he's got like three seconds to reset, whereas the microphone, you just keep striking. Yeah. Also, okay, here's my hypothesis, and let's talk through it as these things right. happen. They, they, you know, dramatically come out and do their motorcycle thing, you know, swing and a miss by Prince. Mavericks, you know, like a flail, swings his microphone, throws it in the spokes of the bike. Prince flies off, motionless on the ground, guitar still in hand. Mm-hmm. Maverick gets off the bike and approaches on foot. Then what happens? Hmm. This is this is this is the equalizer. What would happen then? Prince does a leg sweep. <laughs> Maverick falls to the ground. Prince comes up with his guitar, swings it hard as he can at his face. Maverick rolls out of the way, throws a lasso on Prince's leg, pulls it as hard as he can to try to trip him. But he does not understand that Prince is limber beyond any natural man. That's true. He does a split, swings his guitar into the back of Maverick, shattering his spine. Maverick falls. Motion, you know, like, and then Prince stands Prince up. Prince snaps one of the guitar strings, just <laughs> puts it around <laughs> yeah, his neck. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, saw it off. He gets sawed off his head. He gets really gruesome. And then as the, the blood's spurting up, he like, <laughs> He's like, E-string, bitch. Does a, does a guitar solo. <laughs> On the remaining strings, as the yeah. blood covers him. Yeah, he's got five more strings, five more kills. I, th- <laughs> I think that's how this should end, simply because of that finish. <laughs> yeah. I say Prince yes. goes on. Prince beats Maverick. It is visited at gmail.com. <laughs> Again. <laughs> okay. This is the last fight of the first bra- of this bracket and the first bracket. This is like the, uh, the top 50. Right. Or, I mean, uh, the first 50, so to speak. Because, uh, again, remember, there are some buys in here of characters we haven't revealed yet. Mm-hmm. This one, Walter Fielding from The Money Pit, Tom Hanks, <laughs> versus Dark Helmet from Spaceballs. Another comedic battle. I think Fielding would run around confused until ultimately yeah. the Schwartz would uh, cut him down. Yeah, I guess he'd use his uh, little fake lightsaber thing. Yeah. I'd have to go with that, because I can't think of any weapons other than, like, a hammer. I mean, like I said, some <laughs> of these fights are absolutely unfair. Yeah. There's, like, this person is dead the second lane of the arena. But, hey, it was all up to the random number generator, so... Yeah, he'd have his breaks. hammer. That's about it. And he'd hit him in the helmet, and his little face mask would fall down, and he'd be stunned for a second. Yeah, he might get a couple of hits in, but, like, that helmet is pretty tough. Yeah. I mean, it survived a ludicrous speed insta-break That's stop. true. And kept him alive. That's a good so, point. I don't think any human weapon or earth weapon would penetrate that helmet. Fair enough. All right, that's bracket one. Uh, what are we at running time right now? 45 minutes? 50? Uh, let me check on that while you fill time. All right. So, that again, that's the first bracket. So, uh, the first half uh, of the brackets, at least. So, that means the from the group we just mentioned and the previous grouping, uh, two will fight. Or, I mean, uh, those will eventually, yeah. the winner of each of those will fight the winner of the other one. Yeah, we got a full episode here. Already? I mean, that's not accurate because we started recording beforehand, yeah. but I mean, yeah, it's uh, about 50 minutes. Okay, let's go ahead and cut it off there. That, so that's the first half. Yeah, that'll give people not, a chance to... Not half of the entire this. thing. Remember, there are 100 combatants. <laughs> yeah. There are still over 50 left to be revealed. Uh, next week, we'll go over the next half of the initial battles of round, uh, of round one. Again, there's... Uh, if my math is correct, there'll be seven total rounds. Mm-hmm. So if you have any disagreements or any theories as to who would win so far of the matches we've talked about, 80s are visited at gmail.com. Let us know where we thought wrong. Let us know, like, what, what did we forget? What did we leave out of each of these characters' arsenals that could come into play and change the tide of battle? Yeah, we are not afraid to change things. So. That's right. And just, and, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, next uh, next week we'll continue the other, the initial rounds. And after that, we'll have a, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight times four. Well, 32 combatants after this round. Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, going into the, the round six. Oh, I'm sorry, round two. So out, <laughs> like of, the, the baseball out of 100, <laughs> out of 100, only 32 will still be, let me make sure I did that right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, no, excuse me, eight, six, uh, so eight times eight, 64, excuse me. Oh, yeah. 64 will go on to round two. So we've already lost some good. We've you know we've lost Doctor Venkman. We lost Captain Kirk. Some good ones are already down. Yeah. But there are still plenty more to come and to I enter mean, battle. I still have like one last appeal for Johnny Castle. <laughs> okay. This is your last chance. Yes. He got into dancing 
to stay out of trouble because all of his friends back home were being arrested and gangbanging and selling drugs. And so he got into dancing. But he was so the soft one. He wasn't soft, <laughs> he damn was, it. He was, the so, he was so soft when he went he to this dance camp, really he was rough, the hardest motherfucker in the room. He grew up in a really rough neighborhood. Okay, the Duke boys grew up in the South where every day they're being pursued by the cops. Because they're busting up moonshiners. Moonshine. They're, oh, okay, they're career criminals. You just yeah. solved your own discussion. Yeah. Johnny Castle's like, I'm trying to leave behind my rebel wings. I'm trying to be yeah, a dancer now. Yeah, but he now. probably was unsuccessful because he got fired and had to go home, and now he's, like, painting and carpentering and selling drugs. Only the listeners can save you at this point. <laughs> so, he's if you harder. think Johnny Castle could beat, the, beat up the Duke boys, the good old boys. Or send us the message, siding with the boys. Let us know what you think. The wife disagrees. Mm-hmm. However, me and Jesse say otherwise, so it's two on one, two, against, two votes against one, so we have to go with the majority here. We are a democracy at 80s Revisited. Yeah. But again, get in your, uh, any suggestions you have, uh, or any corrections, any theories, whatever, we want to hear them. Again, we're, we're not even halfway there totally. We're only halfway through the first round. Right. There is a lot of geeking out to go over for the rest of this countdown, because believe me, again, just scanning some of the matches coming, holy shit. Save Johnny Castle. <laughs> Hashtag. Hashtag save Johnny Castle. <laughs> and save ET is also in there oh, somewhere. Yeah. So, uh, but again, 80sRevisited at gmail.com. Uh, on the internet at awesome po- at awesome Pods. On Facebook at awesome Pods. On Twitter at awesome Pods. Uh, other shows on the Awesome Podcast Network. Geekly Dose. Why Don't You Know This. Jesse Sedgley Podcast. Duo Attack. Uh, Republic City Report. I believe that's all of them. And yeah. always, as always, a shout out to our brothers in the 80s. Uh, James and John at Now Versus Nostalgia. Uh, John, we talk all the time. After you hear this, let me know what you think. I know you'll back me up on a lot of these, but you also have a good insight on some other stuff that I might not be thinking. So let me know, my brother, <laughs> on Facebook, and we'll I'll uh, be, address anything that you bring up that might change the tide of any of these battles as well, because I know you're as well-versed in it as I am. So, But until next time, everybody, root for the right team and yeah. <laughs> think out your battles. Yes. Death to jo- hashtag death to Johnny Castle. Stop it. <laughs> I can see Luke, Luke Duke holding them fine and Bo just like beating him mercilessly, mercifully, mercifully, unmercifully in the chest. Right. Mercilessly is what I meant to say. Uh-huh. I had to change the word because I was uh-huh. stumbling over it because I'm so fucking excited that Johnny Castle's getting his ass kicked by the Duke boys. <laughs> and they just punch him in the chest until like he just coughs his guts out or something. <laughs> These are brutal fights, baby. People, our beloved characters are being massacred. And sorry if I got loud right there because I was kind of swallowing the mic and being excited. So It's all good. But until next time, everybody, I'm Trey Harris. Jesse Sedgley. Oh, I don't have to do it. You and just did by doing that. Do it. It's like the Rush song, Free Will. You know, <laughs> even though you didn't say your name, you still said something. There's your clothes. Cowabunga, everybody. Live dangerously. <laughs>